Good evening, everybody. We're going to talk about State versus Lourdes Rosario, decided June 6, 2017. I think today's the 8th. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go over it because I didn't get a chance to read it yet. So um, I'm reading it. just going to go through it. I know Dean Pinto in the group, he addressed this already. Uh, a couple, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see his thing. But uh, I want to just talk about it. So I don't want guys getting too discouraged about this case law. It is bad case law for the police. But uh, again, it was heard on the uh, the court level, and then it was heard on, uh, I'm sorry, on municipal court level, superior court level. Um, appellate division agreed with superior court division, and then it went to Supreme Court and they reversed, which was interesting. Uh, not good for us, but not terrible. You just got to use your brains. Anytime case law comes out, you just got to maneuver around a little bit. And this is my advice, and I, it's just feel free to comment on, on it. Maybe others know more about it than I do. And this is what I have to work with. There's not a lot of stuff published on it yet outside of what the Supreme Court published. I will uh, put the link onto it. You can read this as well. But basically what it is, is Colts Next receive, uh, Police Department receives an anonymous tip, April 27, 2013. This, when the case comes from, finally made its way up to Supreme Court level. Basically what happens is a Colts Next cop sees a car that is parked in a parking lot, pulls up behind it seven to 10 feet, making it, um, impossible for the, the car to leave because he sees somebody in it, like a shadow walking around, person's moving around in the car. He puts the spotlights on it, gets out of the car, and kind of does like a motor vehicle style stop. Um, basically, this says campaign, uh, campaign testified that he pulled up and parked his car seven to 10 feet behind the vehicles, the defendant's vehicle, and at a perpendicular angle. The cruiser's positioning blocked the defendant's car. And I think that's the problem. That's just what it comes down to. Is, just that the cruiser blocked the defendant's car. Uh, they also refer to the fact that he put his car rooftop lights on, his right alley light, and aimed the uh, the you know the light spotlight at the car, but no siren or emergency light. So to make it seem like it's not a motor vehicle stop. And then what they read was the defendant was faced with an investigative detention once the officer blocked her vehicle, which is one, two, directed the patrol car's alley lights and shined the car, and then three, approached the uh, driver's side window to address her, like a motor vehicle stop. And it says, under the totality of the circumstances, a reasonable person would have felt the constraints on her freedom of movement from having become the focus of law enforcement attention. Now, I personally don't see anything different. I don't want you guys to, like, really, you just got to take a different approach to these things. So maybe you take the patrol car, back it up a little bit, and don't block that car. And I know we did a video a while ago, and I was kind of, like, goofing around with that idea, and guys were like, no, don't do that. And uh, I agree. We actually have case law on it now. So if, if that's going to happen, uh, you know, back the car up, give them the ability to leave. You know, if you're not developing something right away and somebody says, like, officer, am I free to leave? Well, yeah, it's like just a mere field inquiry. You still have to do mere, mere field inquiries. You're allowed to use your flashlight at night. You don't have to not use your flashlights. Don't be don't be turned off by this if you're out there. Oh, what are we going to do now? Don't let anybody um, misrepresent what, what happened, what took place here. You know, don't have somebody who... Got, didn't even read the friggin' case. Um, who comes in and goes, yeah, we can't do that anymore, everybody. They're colorless. We ain't doing it anymore. Uh, Lieutenant, did you read that? No, but yeah, that's what I heard. So read it. Try to understand it. It's just a different approach now. It's, it. it's like everything else. We just work around what we got. It's just a little extra hurdle. You can't block somebody's car. And that's just my advice. Back up the car. You know, whatever you got. If you're going to do some kind of like you have people sitting in the car with nothing else going on, back it up. Don't block their way. Uh, approach. You can use your flashlight because obviously it's dark out. You got to see what's going on. 
and just begin your begin your questioning. Now, if you're developing a reasonable suspicion at that point and probable cause, whatever it may be, there comes a point where you can detain somebody. If you walk up to the car and there's something weird going on and you could prove specific and articulable facts, they don't have a right to leave. At that point, it does become a detention, a lawful detention, okay? So the more you know, the better you get at this stuff. And again, when, when bad stuff comes out, we've had a good run lately with case law. When bad stuff comes out, it's, it's okay. We'll work with it, all right? That's it. Uh, I want to get out here and give you guys something. And uh, I'm going to be on here tomorrow, but definitely on the weekend. So if you guys need anything, reach out. Please comment on this. See what everybody thinks. Uh, you know, don't comment because you just want to comment and you feel like you need to be important. If you have something to contribute, great. If there's something that I didn't cover that I don't know, um, by all means, join in. See you guys later.